Today's scripture reading is James chapter 3. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to control his whole body. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can guide the whole animal. Consider ships as well. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot is inclined. In the same way, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it boasts of great things. Consider how small a spark sets a great forest ablaze. The tongue also is a fire, a world of wickedness among the parts of the body. It pollutes the whole person, sets the course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man. But no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree grow olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good conduct, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast in it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peace-loving, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace Reap the fruit of righteousness. And this is God's word. This chapter in scripture tackles one of the hardest sins to overcome, which is the sinful use of words. James himself acknowledged how hard it is to control what we say in verse 2, where he wrote, We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. And in verse 8, where he wrote, But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. This passage exists to explain James's statement in verse 1. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. That verse told us that teachers will be held to a greater accountability by God for how we live our lives. It warns anyone thinking about teaching about the extra layer of accountability that God will hold teachers to. Verse 2 gives one of the major ways in which God will evaluate our lives and our teaching. If we teach God's truth, but don't have a tame tongue, we will answer to God for that. The reason their words are brought up in this context is that what someone says reflects what's in his heart. Jesus said that, in Luke chapter 6, verse 45. So if God changes hearts, 
which then changes lives, how a person speaks to other people is one of the clearest evidences of that status, of that person's growth in the Christian life, as we see here in James chapter 2, verse 3. Verses 3 through 6 describe how very large things, horses in verse 3 and ships in verse 4, can be controlled by something very small. Likewise, the tongue is very small, but has power to do great damage, as we saw in verses 5 and 6. Despite humanity's ability to tame all kinds of animals, no man or woman has the power to tame the tongue, according to verses 7 and 8. Only God can do that, according to verses 13 through 18. We've all been hurt by the words of others, and each of us has hurt other people with things that we've said. Let's not dwell on that today, though. Instead, let's focus on this thought in verse 18. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. That verse is connected to the idea of the power of the tongue. When God's truth makes us wise, as verse 13 and 17 describe, we will seek to become peacemakers with our words. So, who in your life do you need to speak to in order to make peace as God wants? Or are there some conflicts between you and others in your life that you can use God's wisdom and good words to help solve? These are some good ways to put today's truth into practice in your life today. And I hope you'll do that. We'll see you next time.